Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. Thank you so much, friends, to be back on with us this week. We have Pastor Jim Parkin, myself, Ashley Chandler, and this week we're so grateful to welcome back guest Desi Maynard from Maynard Leadership. Thank you so much for coming back on with us, friend. Absolutely. Super excited about tonight. Sounds like uh, Mr. Jim is fired up. (laughs) I am. See, because listen, all right, like I told you the other night, like in my world, this is like the dumbest possible thing. <laughs> like you can either do the job and operate or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. And that's the angle. That is where I'm coming from. I know, like I said, so this is how much I put into it. So before yeah, get, we give the, the listeners some, some context right. to this. Yeah. So we're, what we're talking about here is a called a disc assessment. I still don't fully understand it mm-hmm. where it comes into my life is when we started this house campus, uh, yeah. Pastor Carl and Dina sent it to me, said I needed to do it, and then it would be sent over to Mr. Desi here. And so I just did the thing, took the deal. I know he got it. I never looked at it. I don't even know. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what I am. I know that people will talk about being letters, Mm-hmm. but yeah. I just did it. Cause so like for me, it was just a requirement of the thing. Yeah. It's like, so as for our, our EMS listeners, it's like everybody knows how to do CPR. Right. But we have to do these. We have to go through the thing and take the mm-hmm. class and recertify. Yeah. It's, this is what we're looking at from our context. Yeah. I mean, so what DISC is, it's um, essentially a personality and behavioral assessment, right? It's, it's a communication platform uh, to learn more about yourself and more about other people and how they communicate, why they communicate that way, how they're wired, what drives them, what, uh, what they're scared of, um, and a, a whole bunch more. But, uh, I mean, on the very basic 30,000-foot view, DISC stands for like D-I-S-C is D is dominant, I is influencing, S is steady, and C is conscientious, right? So, and that's where, you know, you hear him talking about the different letters and the combinations and the descriptors. Um, Like I myself, I'm a challenger DC, right? Jim is an inquirer S-D-C, right? And then Ashley, I don't, I don't, have you ever taken it with us? I took it on with the staff when you first came in. All right. I'm on it. I'm on it. So you have my info somewhere and I'm pretty sure I'm an IS. S-I. Yes. So advisor IS then. Yeah. Yeah. And I will be on top of that right now. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's really what it is. And I think um, honestly, Jim, from your perspective, um, like with uh, patients who you're working with, like, yeah, I agree. Especially in, in your arena of like, there's a protocol and we need, we're going to go fast. You don't have, well, I'm guessing a lot of times first responders don't have a lot of time to chit chat with whoever they're working on. 
right? right. It's like, we're, we're here to save you. And they're like, I don't care if you're nice to me or not, save me. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, so that, yeah, I probably agree with you. But with the people who you ride around in a truck with all day, you know, which is what, two, three people? One, one other person, one. two other people? Yeah. Just one. Right? Like that person, that's going to be huge. Or whoever your, you know, your boss is or whoever you communicate with daily or your wife or my two little monk, munchkins, for that matter, that are over there. Or they're growing their little personalities, right? Uh, All of those yeah. things. Um, and really in the first responder area, um, I think it has a lot to do with emotional intelligence. Of like knowing like I'm a challenger DC. So because of that, I'm going to be motivated by this. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to be fearful of that. Right. It just uh-huh. a simple example of that will give us a little bit more, um, intelligence around our own self-awareness. Um, and so I think even any little bit of that, that we can have, um, especially in that first responder area is going to be extremely helpful. Right. And I think you're writing a book, something about that, aren't you, Jim? I am. (laughs) Yes, I am. If people didn't know that, now you've just been (laughs) held accountable. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Those are just some of my thoughts. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, because in especially on the ambulance, partners is everything. Yeah. Right. That is that's the whole thing. And it's and really when you look at the whole, the whole big picture of like, uh, soldiers and firefighters and police officers and paramedics, it's to us in this arena, this will sound cliche, but it is the fact of the matter is like my partner, Dan, I work for him. He works for me. That's it. We Mm -hmm. so happens our agency is called sports ambulance, but we're out there together. We work for each other to make sure we can go home. The people we help, that's kind of a byproduct of us working together to make sure we go home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. with that said, yeah, it's it's imperative to have good partners. Now, our agency, I've worked, I started working with him just before COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe even further back than that. Seems like just forever now. But, <laughs> uh, but so all the way through. You know, I was with the same dude all the way through a uh, global pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was with him when his mom passed away from COVID, you know, until present day. So all the mm-hmm. things that I've done in the last two years, he's been right by my side for. Yeah. Right. Other agencies, they have different matrices that they use where you're switching out every, every mm-hmm. couple, okay. like every, yep. I don't know how many weeks, but now you're with a new partner. Mm-hmm. And so that I, I can understand where this and understanding people could come into play to, to make that work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, Jim, like you're probably doing this. In fact, I know you are right? like, I, you know, I, I, I watch you with people and I watch you with the pastoral staff and like, you're doing this. It's just a matter of putting a platform to it. You know, like you adapt to people, you know, we, we all, we all do this on a certain level. Right. And right. how we how much we know ourselves and how we communicate versus how different we are from other people. Um, so we're all kind of doing this. And what this does is it gives you the language in a simple, functional, applicable way to be like, oh, that's why. Right. And it, it puts a puts a word to something that maybe frustrated someone before. Like I would challenge your D.C. If it, you know, if <laughs> Ashley is an I personality. 
if an eye personality comes in jiggling change and chit-chatting about the weather, like that's frustrating to me. Like I want to get right down into the dirty. Let's go talk about something real right away. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but when you know that coming into it, it's like, Oh, but that's how she's wired. Right. And she needs that. Right? right. And it's like, Oh, okay. Now I can be less annoyed, less frustrated. Right. <laughs> and that was just, that was just an I to D personality because that was the one that's most often used. Um, so I try to make it real for people, but, but yeah. And I mean, communication in general, right. I mean, it's one of the things that we probably the number one thing that we work on uh, with any team or leader um, in any situation um, is all about perception. Right. And each um, personality perceives things differently. Right. Right. So, I mean, literally communication is perception. It's not what you said. It's what they heard. Right. Right. And that, that's huge. And people, people don't understand that. And, they're, and they're, that's always where the dysfunction happens. I said this. Well, they didn't hear that. They heard this. Right. And we could all probably like, with our husbands and wives and be like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's consistent. <laughs> right? Um, right. Yeah. Just 10 minutes ago. Right. Um, <laughs> so that, <laughs> yeah, that becomes uh, very important. And one of the main points that I use um, when I start to talk about disc and how to actually apply it, you know? Gotcha. So, Yeah. That would actually probably be good tool for like, it'd be good training for our management team. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's a bit different because there's some disconnect because we all come in, we get, you know, get our rigs together, get our equipment and then we're gone. So it's yeah. not like we're, we we're with management all the time, but in a, in a world like ours, when, you know, a lot of the management staff isn't on the road anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the owners definitely aren't. So yeah. there's, there's a disconnect. There's not understanding the culture of EMS, but being in charge of it, if that makes yep. sense, you know, which could yeah. be difficult. That'd be, you know, it'd be like me trying to run a, a bank or something. I'm not going to know when I just, yeah. be in it. or in reality, when I first got out of the military, I was, I got a job with a carpet like a floor covering company mm-hmm. and the guy brought me in and put me right out there as like a project manager. Mm-hmm. I don't know the first thing about putting carpet on a floor <laughs> or what they have to do to prep it. Right. So here comes this military guy talking to all these dudes that were not military dudes and tell them what they need to do. Even though mm-hmm. I don't know anything about them, they don't know anything about me. And it was right. always just chaos. Yeah. And I think that plays into, I mean, the basic foundation of any team is trust. Right. Right. And one way to overcome an absence of it is literally just to get to know each other better. Right. Right. And this is a great way to look inside, you know, peek behind the curtain, so to speak, of someone's, you know, thoughts, someone's wiring, someone's personality, their behavior. Right. Like, I mean, I can tell, I mean, let's just, let's play with it for a minute. Sound good? Yeah. yeah. So you're, you are an inquirer SDC, right? So, so Joe, I'm getting, you care about people. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in, in, in probably in two different aspects, because I know you in two different ways as the, as the paramedic and as the pastor, right? right? So as the paramedic, the way that you care about people is by making really quick decisions, right? And following really strict protocols. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that D quick decisions and those protocols is that C 
But you okay. know that because you do that, because that will help them the most. And it'll also okay. help you the most at the same time to keep you healthy enough mentally to be able to go and pastor to people also. So I'm guessing when you go and when you're a pastor, that that S is a lot stronger, right? Because you can slow down, right? And just kind of be versus I, you don't have to be making a whole bunch of fast decisions that are important on a, um, on a Monday night at the house campus. Right. 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 Cause you do that all day, every day in the rig. Uh-huh. Right. So that's just kind of an example of the wiring uh, and what I got from just looking at three letters. Which is super fun because early on I would tell him, I'm like, so when we, he would be on security or medical for at the mm-hmm. church, like during a service or something. And he just looks like homeboy hanging out, you know? So he's got yeah. his vans and his beanie and stuff. And he looks like he's just, you would never know. Yeah. He just puts up, you know, whatever. Yep. He's just hanging All out. Good. But inside he's totally. So even if you remove the task of being on security or medic, mm-hmm his demeanor to just be able to sit and chill with somebody for a few minutes. Like yeah. he, he does that really, really well. And that's that S part of your personality. Right. And we all have, we all contain all four of these, right. We're all right. imperfectly perfect made. Um, I love that statement, but we all have a D I S and C. It's just a matter of the intensity of it. Right. So that, that, that becomes important too. Like I'm a D personality. Okay. Well you have the other three also, they're just not as intense. Yeah. Right. So, so that, that becomes super important, but like, so my assessment, um, it, it shoots out three graphs for me, right? The graphs are the mask, the core and the mirror, right? So the mask is what we call our public self. Uh-huh. It's like, it's what we show um, at work a lot of times. Um, you know, it's what we want people to see. Let's put it that way. The core is kind of uh, our private self. It's the most real um, it's uh, under pressure situations. Um, it is uh, under crisis type of things. That's going to be your core. And then your mirror is how is what you think about you. Right? So when you go to look in the mirror, those are your actual thoughts about you. So, Jim, we're going to keep playing here because this is fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I dig your, it. Your I three graphs. Myself. <laughs> you, <laughs> you did. You're like, can we do it? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> right? Your three graphs. Um are are somewhat different like they're the same trajectory um, which says something too but your core the i the i portion of your personality in the core is way low compared to the other two right now i'm guessing that's because most of your work day is spent under pressure and in crisis meaning there's not time to chat um yep. and be more uh, influencing um, in a people way, right? Your influence is through decisions and protocol, mm-hmm. right? Um, and also the S is still kind of up there, but that's where that SDC really comes into play of like, you really care about this person, but your way of caring about them is making decisions, right? And, and mm-hmm. making them in a very systematic way because like you, you, you know your expertise well too. Right. But that core for you is the most up and down. Like when you when I look at your mirror, it's pretty flat all across the board, which is where you start to get into the like, I'm just hanging out. But the second I hear something wrong, I can click into a whole different person. Right. 
And that's where it's like, but that's pretty flat, meaning you're not too up and down in any of them. Like you can kind of hone in to anything, which is kind of neat. Um, and, and you, are, and you also probably think that about yourself and are proud of it to be like, I can totally hang and I can also make really hard decisions really quickly, mm-hmm. you know? And if you, and you're like, and if I have to, I can hold a conversation with the person also. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, and, and, th- and those are kind of neat, but like, you look at your core, you, you probably don't, don't think of yourself as that, uh, super high eye personality. You know, that's like persuading and enthusiastic and, you know, fast paced. Right. Um, So but that I mean, that's always interesting to see the comparison and and the compare and contrast of the three graphs. Um, And yours are all pretty yours are all pretty similar. Really, that I dipping down in your core is really the only big difference in yours, you know, which says a lot about um, the consistency of your life in general. And like being in a, more of a sweet spot. Like I, I'll, I'll talk to like a CEO who their public self is like a super high D personality, mm-hmm. right? But then you look at their 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 mirror, and they're like their D is like negative eight, right? And their S is way up. I'm like, oh my gosh, you must be stressed beyond measure because you think that your people need a super high D personality, but deep down you're just a teddy bear right <laughs> you're this is steady you're just a steady eddy and you're being somebody who you're not at work so that there's there's a high level of stress there guaranteed mm-hmm. like you start worrying Absolutely. about burnout right like I, I would guess honestly um jim and i would say you know pipe in on this but a high s and a high i personality probably would struggle much more um in your role as a paramedic yeah. You know, with the amount of tragedy that you guys experience. Like oh, if you have yeah. somebody that's very people focused, you mm-hmm. know, over tasks, they're probably going to struggle way more with that, uh, yeah. that downswing, you know? Yeah. And it's, that's cool that you mentioned that. Cause just last week's episode, we talked about compassion fatigue and how mm-hmm. that affects people. So yeah. yeah, I would agree with, I would agree with that, 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 you know, the higher I and S personality trait is going to, yeah. Well, can I say I've been on a couple ride alongs and I've left those days going, they're freaking amazing. I would never do this. Yeah. (laughs) Like I would, I would never do this. This is not my job. (laughs) You're like, that was, that was, that was two hours or whatever. That was three. No, like a full, full shift. Like I stayed with them for a full 12 hour shift and I'm like, this is amazing. This is incredible. Maybe in another life I would do this, but not in this one. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And Jim's like, yeah, we're going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> also. Right. I know it, it, it's, um, it, it, it's crazy, but, but, and, and honestly, like that's kind of some of the reasoning why we do it, you know, with a new pastor or something like that is to just take a look and be like, Hey, does anything jump out? Like, you know, it, it, let's talk about burnout or let's, you know, let's talk about if they got to make a tough decision or, or whatever it is. Those are some of the things we talk about, um, you know, when, when somebody comes on, a lot of a lot of a lot of my clients use it as a hiring tool, um, just to kind of see and to learn more about somebody. You know, That's it's, cool. it's 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 slightly too complicated to be able to like game it, right? Because so like in the interview, yeah. you're like you're gonna say what they want to hear. We're here. It's hard to game that, right? Like I mean, right. I've taken probably 25 of them now myself, so like I can probably slightly game it. But even then, like 
the questions are so unorthodox that you're like, I don't know what they would want me to say. Right. Type of thing. Right. Right. But yeah. Well, and to be honest with you, when I, when Pastor Carl sent that to me and I started looking at it, like initially, that was my, well, I'll just, I'll just go in this. I've done, you know, for different levels of clearance and stuff in the military, I've had to yeah. take psyche valves and all that. So mm-hmm. that's how I was, I was in my mind going into it. Like, this is just another psyche valve and I know yeah. how to do that. So I get the highest level clearance. So yep. here we go. But then, like you said, the questions are so unorthodox and all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, now I'm just going to have to go through it. See, yeah. I, I enjoy the disc. <laughs> I enjoy taking it. But then it also really frustrates me because oh, me too. a lot of the questions I'm like, well, it depends. Like I need a scenario so that I can adequately answer how I would respond in this situation. Like, am I at home? Mm-hmm. Am I at work? Am I in a public? Like, it depends. I would behave yeah. differently for different. So like that's, a, that's the variable then. Right. I like that's what it's testing. I always, it depends. It's like, oh, okay, that's probably the answer then. You know what I mean? Right. So how you answer it will depend on the scenario, which that's the very, I hate it. Testing. I hate it. But then I also I love it. Do you think a lot of people, I don't, sometimes I feel like I'm not as self-aware. Mm-hmm. So when I take these tests, I love hearing about me. Is that normal yeah. or is it just, <laughs> is oh, it just, totally. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I'll hear things like, man, I feel like you're peeking into my soul. Like, or like, you're like, you're sifting through my underwear drawer, right? Like when I say, I'm going to guess that your largest fear in communication is uh, loss of security or being threatened or criticized, Joe. Me? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Right. And it's like, oh my gosh, how did you know that? Because I answered most like me and least like me in something, you know, right. or like, do you like pizza or do you like, you know, small dogs? It's, I don't know. That's not one of the questions, but they're, they're, they're a little bit unorthodox, right. which is, which is kind of interesting, but yeah. I mean, right. ideal environment, right? I mean, let's look at that practical procedures and systems, right? Mm-hmm. And so check mark, right? Yep. Stability. Yes. But in predictability. So that one would be interesting to question more because, um, predictability on a vague sense of like, you know, you're not about to walk into sunshines and rainbows all day. Right. But also what you're about to walk into is fairly unpredictable, isn't it? Yep. So I guess, how do you view predictability when like, when we say that? Oh, so like any scenario where everything happens the same all the time, I would just, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. The predictable, the predictability, that part of my job is, would be almost exactly would fall in line with the systems and, and procedures. Every day we okay. go in at the same time, we do what we, I gotcha. check the same equipment. Like for as insane as this will sound is like, I use the same stuff every day. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm the last one to use it the next day, I check it again to make sure it still works even yep. though 12 hours ago it was just fine and it hasn't left where I, where I last put it. Where you left it. Yeah. Yeah. But I still okay, go. And so it's almost when, like a security blanket, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, so when Jim talks about predictability, right, I went into further detail than he did. of like, oh, you know, same time, same things, uh, but not, but he didn't really talk much about like my, the situations that I walk into 
and the um and the issues you deal with, you're like, yeah, that's not what you meant by predictability. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting. Tasks that can be completed one at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably has to do with the protocol. And then a team atmosphere and authority in an area. Right. So that one, and you said you have one, you have a partner. Right. You work for him, he works for you. I think that's a perfect example of that. Right. Right. Of like that's your team, right? Mm-hmm. We have a team of two. That's right? it. Yep. And we're yep. better than everybody. So let, let me let me ask you. That's how I love that confidence. Um, so let me ask you this: when we when you say I work for him, he works for me, um, how do you know when it's he's working for you and you're working for him? Um. Ah, that's a good question. Um. So, like, simply put, we just trade off each call. So if okay. he is, if it's. He's up and he's going to uh, what we call tech, like we're emergency metal tech, medical technicians. Mm-hmm. So yep. if he's going to tech the call or do patient care, then he's running the call. Gotcha. I assist him. So and, you're, you're doing what he says at that point. Right. And then he's making and the then it just switches. Yep. But, but you're, here's you're both able to do that because you're both medics, correct? Yes. If he was only caveat. EMT, then it would depend on what they were responding to, correct? Correct. Okay. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a lot. So of context, here's the, okay. here's the thing. So overall I'm senior. Okay. So the reality of that is much like any spec ops team or whatever, whoever the senior guy is, anything that comes on us ultimately is my responsibility. Okay. Yeah. Now we switch off in the task, in the, in the incident or the response, mm-hmm. you know, but as far as the team goes, even though sometimes he's running the thing and sometimes I'm running the thing, overall, mm-hmm. any jam up, anything that happens, anything we have to answer for, I'm the one that has to answer for it because I'm gotcha. Team. So your level of trust is pretty high. Yes. With each other, basically, mm-hmm. right? Because you're yeah. willing to let him make calls that you're responsible for. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, if we could get all teams to be to that level. It would change the world, right? Like, I mean, I usually do like a simple team assessment when I go in and, and, you know, we say we need to work better as a team. Uh, I mean, usually we stop right at the foundational level. Yeah, we're going to look at these five things or three things. And it's like, all right, what do we do on number one? Okay, we got to start at number one. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We don't, you guys don't trust each other. So you won't tell each other the truth, right? right? So let's talk about, you know, what was your favorite TV show as a kid? Right. Like we got to go back to the basics. Right. And these might be people that have worked together for 10, 15 years. Right. Right. But they don't, they don't know their, you know, their, yeah. their buddy's it's, kid's name. Right. And it's, it's interesting. It's interesting too. Well, that's a good, you bring that up. They don't know their buddy's kid's name. Mm-hmm. Like me and Dan, he knows my kids. I know his kids, his wife and my wife talk. They sometimes conspire against us, but that's how that <laughs> world's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I I think my big thing with when it comes to that aspect in teams and how it should function, the analogy I use quite a bit is like the the fire extinguisher. Mm -hmm. Like if you, me and Ashley are a team and we're operating something, but I'm not, I'm the only one that knows how to work a fire extinguisher Mm -hmm. and I get shot and then there's a fire. Now what do we do? (laughs) You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like yeah. just if one person on the team is sick, everybody should know how to do that guy's job too. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. you know, I know I'm, I'm operating in it in a different arena than business or, mm-hmm. or ministry or all that when I say that, but to me, it's important that, and like, I'm guilty of it because what are we, uh, this will be like 120 something episodes and I still don't know how to edit a podcast. Nice. Right? So like yeah. I, I look at myself when I say that I'm still failing in that because mm-hmm. I've never put in the time to learn how to do that. Yeah. You know, so, <clears throat> but yeah. to me, that I always, still, I always say no enough to be dangerous. Right. <laughs> know enough so that you don't get the wool pull over your eyes, you know, so okay. that your marketing guy or girl isn't, you know, giving you the, the word smithing that, but really when you go in and find out and learn something, they haven't been doing anything for six months. Right. But it, but it sounded good, you know, because well, you didn't know enough to stay dangerous and to keep people accountable, you know. Uh, that's good. Um, but yeah, I, I tell you, one of my favorite parts of this um, is the section that I call the do and do not. Um, and a lot of times it is the most eye-opening uh, when you have teams do this exercise, right? So in the report, it literally says like when communicating with Jim, do, and then like has a list of a handful of things, right? And then when communicating with Jim, do not, and then has a list of the things, right? So the do nots are always more fun, okay? So when communicating with Jim, do not be too confrontational or critical of their actions. Yep. That was great, Ashley. Perfect timing. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, when no communicating, <laughs> yep. When communicating with Jim, do not threaten their security. Also, right. yep. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know how. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. And it's like, oh, that would have to might have to be able, like you're like I haven't experienced that. So, yeah. Uh, deny them follow up. So don't deny you follow up. And then do not force them to make quick decisions. So that's an interesting one. So I would say outside of your uh, of your expertise, your role, your job, your career, mm-hmm. do you want and like to make quick decisions? No, not always. I have a hard time with like what to the normal dude would be easy, easy decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think because uh, and you find this with a lot of like people that are operational, you know, yeah. like that. Yeah. But like, honestly, I struggle with the cereal aisle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was, and you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. I don't, it just is what it is. I don't even really see it as a detriment. I just know. And, and, and mm-hmm. things like that, I'm super uncomfortable. You know, I yeah. would say the, the, critiquing or coming at me in that way. I don't like when doctors do that, especially mm-hmm. when they don't have a much like time in healthcare yeah. that I do, Yeah, you know, because a lot of it's, a lot of it is the approach, mm-hmm. you know, and you're coming at me, making me answer for something that, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but that's, that's, yeah. So all of those things are true. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Love it. but you know, if you're, when you know, when it's predictable, Right. Right. Like when you're, you're going to your job, like you're predicting, I'm going to have to make a lot of decisions. Right. Right. And they're higher level decisions, which I'm sensing you kind of enjoy making that level of decision yes. more than like what cereal am I going to eat? Where are we going to go to dinner? Right. hundred percent. 
right? And also, right here too, uh, all the time, right? And, you know, Courtney will say, what do you want for dinner? And I would say to not have to choose what's for dinner. That's, that's what I want. <laughs> Which is funny because most every week, if we do dinner at house church, they decide like the day before. Like they'll yeah. wait. They won't plan it ahead, which is totally yeah. fine. Like I don't care, yeah. but it's that's interesting. Yeah. But I think you, you have why. a lot of protocols though, Jim. I mean, does it help that there's always a system and then when there's not a system, it's more ambiguous? So it's so kind it's of hard. in this in the EMS system that I'm in in Genesee County, we do. There's a lot of protocols, but we're very trusted to so like if the protocols are Ford Field, as long as we're on the field we're good to go and we have the full support of okay. the, yeah. of the staff. But if it's like, if it's a line, I'm, I'm this side or this side of the line, depending on mm-hmm. the patient. You know yeah. what I mean? Other systems, they follow to the letter, what the protocol states and they'll do the next thing because it's the next thing, regardless if that's good for the patient, they're just following, they're checking a list. We're yeah. very, we're very much able to, to, use critical thinking, you know? So, so with that said, when it's, when you're so I'm used to, I'm like 18 years doing this is EMS. So, mm-hmm. and then the military and the fire service. So like almost 30 years That's of awesome. critical thinking is how I function. Yeah. So then to, then to operate or go make a decision that I perceive as not critical, then I have a hard time. Yep. Cause then it's yeah. like, now I'm reading too far into just getting the dangum frosted flakes, just yeah. getting the cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, I think you just defined um, gut instinct for us there. Like I, I tell people all the time. I mean, you said it perfectly. I tell people all the time, like, what are you really feeling deep down on what decision you should make? And they'll always say, and I'll say, look, that that comes from everything that you've been through everything you succeeded at, everything that you failed at, all of the good, all of the bad, right? Like it didn't come from just thin air. Like you have a gut instinct from somewhere that you didn't get it from anywhere, you know? And I think that's like, you're like, yeah, I would trust your, <laughs> your gut instinct on that medical stuff based on that experience and those, right. that level of the level of situations you've been a part of, um, you know, is like second to none. It's, it's, it's amazing. But, uh, you know, I think the last thing with, with DISC and, and communication as a whole is, you know, if, 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 and I, this is one of the things that I preach all the time, is if you want to know more about yourself and how to get better and to become mm-hmm. a better communicator, ask the people who you communicate with. Right? I think that's for leadership. That's for communication. Yeah. Hey, what is it that I do well mm-hmm. and what can I get better at? Right? Like that'll make you better at almost anything that has to do with any other person in the world. You know, you want to learn how to better to be a better leader, right? You're talking to me probably isn't going to help. I'm not the one who judge your leadership. You aren't the one either. It's whoever you're leading. Right. That, that will judge and rate your leadership because that's who you impact. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's really important when you look at, you know, disc and communication you're like, how do I get better at it? Just ask the people around you. Mm-hmm. There's no real secret sauce to it. That it isn't secret sauce. But do we want to do that? No, we do not. <laughs> no, it's really simple to do and not easy. <laughs> not right. easy. Because then you're going to hear things about yourself. Well, we did the thing on our, you know. 
last at the last staff meeting, you had them. You know, I came mm-hmm. in; that was my first one, so I wasn't involved prior. But yeah. the the little exercise, you know, where you were you were talking to people and giving them some critiques. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What was fun is that I haven't been around these people. <laughs> right. And everybody that I talked to was able to tell me something about me that I could help them mm-hmm. better help us. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we've been able to kind of, I really found that was cool. Yeah, we've been able, and that, like, that doesn't happen overnight. Like, we've been able to build those muscles, you know, and, right. and, and workshop and train through, like, here's how to have that conversation. Like, when someone gives you good feedback, like, it's, it's like a Christmas, I think I said, use this one, it's like a Christmas gift. Right? Right. Like, somebody hands you a Christmas gift, you don't knock it out of their hands, you say, stupid gift, bad right. gift. Right. You say, thank you. You take right. the gift. That's what feedback is. Right. right. When someone tells you, you ask someone how you can be better at communicating with them and they tell you, you don't right. knock the gift out of their hand and say stupid gift. You say, thank you. Right. right. And, you know, and, and there's, you know, other steps to that. But that's the most important one, honestly. Right. Because <laughs> it was, you it was very the gift cool. Out of their hand, you'll never hear another one. Mm-hmm. So I like, and I didn't expect it from the people I talked to. I was like, oh, this was going to be funny because they aren't going to know how to approach me. I've never nice. been here. They're not yeah. going to know what to say. But no, not the case at all. Like based yeah. on that training, they were like, this, I can help you better if you do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, perfect. I love like, it. Oh, you do know some things. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love it. Very good. So like one of the last things um, – on on your 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 assessment, which I was just kind of finishing through here, is uh, the explanation. It, it it kicks out like literal descriptors for each one of your letters mm-hmm. that is like customized to you, right? So like your D personality. This is so. This is like the explanation of your intensity level of the D personality. Forceful, risk taker, adventuresome, decisive, and inquisitive. <laughs> right so that's the explanation of your d personality right that's pretty cool yeah yeah your i personality withdrawn reticent s personality what was your you know, the no word the i don't no even know what response. that word is reticent like ready like he's ready for no like uncommunicative like oh, disciplined yep. to speak yeah yeah your s personality it explains it as passive Patient, loyal, predictable, and a team person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Right now, even just the, the 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 little bit of time I've known you, I'm like, yeah, that's that seems pretty strong. And then your C is analytical, sensitive, and mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'll oh wow, it. this. You know, usually there's one or two in there that's like, mm, I don't know. Let me ask a question about it. You know, but this this seems to be pretty consistent. Um, which is kind of cool. So wild. And you probably didn't know that I was going to walk you through your entire assessment tonight. No, I kind of figured. Kind of figured <laughs> I shot know. him a text last night, Ashley, of a picture of it. And I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> well, well, if if I can throw him under the bus a little bit. Last week, he texted Nick and I and he was like, uh-uh, no, no. He was not having it. And it was fun because then Nick and I were laughing. And we we're like, you know, well, this, oh, yeah. this kind of says a lot about his disc, you know, right. I think, mm-hmm. you know. But sure. That's why I told you, Desi, last Thursday when we were at uh, at the church, I'm like, I'm going to just call you out on this <laughs> stupid disc thing. And you're like, all right. 
and I'm going to run you through yours. I was like, oh. Right. Okay. Which is great because having right. like experienced Desi, you know, with staff yeah. and everything, like knowing mm-hmm. that he's totally able to 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 run oh, yeah. with it, you know, like so <laughs> I've been really very cool. excited for this episode for a few yeah. days. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was a yeah, lot yeah. of fun. But you it's know, so think, it's so good. I mean, I think part of what I love about doing this stuff is that we really get to celebrate the strengths of each mm-hmm. other and really yeah. t- like it's been fun to talk about how Jim is really cool this entire mm-hmm. episode you know and the strengths yeah. that he brings to his industry and his ministry and pretty much to kind of sum up why God's put him in this place in this time yeah. you know so I mean that's yeah. that's pretty cool you know yeah I think I think it's great and like the, the dual aspects of what you what you're doing Jim right. of like you know pastor by night and um, you Batman, know, paramedic by you know bat yeah honestly um it, it, it's kind of cool but you know i don't think we can get out of this without also talking about the personal growth areas of jim okay. what, are, what are your thoughts there Ooh, right? what does that bring mean? it dude bring it yeah bring so it. in the assessment right so it, it holds mostly in on you know how you communicate um but let's just go through these and see and see what we come up with all right so personal personal growth areas for the inquirer okay which SDC inquire, be more expressive of feelings. Okay. Focus on overall goals of the team. <laughs> you lost them already, Desi. You yeah, lost I, them I knew the first one would be pretty impactful. Okay. Repeat number two. Hold on. We lost you. So keep going. So be more expressive of feelings. That's number one. That was the one that got the, they got the most response. Focus on overall goals of the team rather than specific procedures. So that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that really, that really hits home for the house campus. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. Wild. Deal with confrontation constructively. Uh Right. Uh, Develop more flexibility. Um, Increase pace to accomplish goals. And then show more initiative. (laughs) Yeah. it's so good because that really <laughs> all of all of those things really are more they more apply to to the pastor side of things and yeah like yeah. all of it yeah 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 because I mean stuff. on the medic side I would say no 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 don't don't express more feelings <laughs> right? like don't no don't do that <laughs> right you've been healthy and made it um, emotionally healthy for a long time. Right. So I think that's important to whatever you're doing. You seem to be doing it pretty well. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And helping people, you know, and, and also keep yourself healthy and your family healthy. Right. But, but yeah, you know, and I think, you know, outside of that, those are those seem to be also consistent, which is pretty cool. You know, so it, it usually what we do is I say six, six goals. I'm like, yeah, no way. No way. When I say work on six, I would say let's work on one. You know, to the point of, I feel really good about that one now, right? right? And also, the people that I communicate with are telling me that I do really good at that now, right? And then I would say, okay, now let's move to the second one. Don't overcomplicate it. Growth is hard enough as it is. You're right. trying to grow in seven things or whatever. You're not gonna. You're focused on everything, then you're focused on nothing, <laughs> you know? Right. So I try to keep it really simple in that arena of growth. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't want to get out of there without sharing that too. You know, I mean, 
You asked for it. You asked yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, man. I so, appreciate it. Yeah, that's that that's pretty much all of the the PowerPoint, the power uh statements that I have that goes with that assessment. Um <laughs> we've hit on all the juicy stuff with Mr. Jim Park in here. Right on. <laughs> you guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yes, you did. <laughs> so uh, I would say with that with in the for our listeners kind of like we like to kind of close out and have final thoughts but i would say that what i've learned here tonight is that i can't operate like at home and building up this house campus and my pastoral life i can't do that exactly the same as i do on the ambulance Mm -hmm. and i think that would go for all of us that do ems or whatever discipline of uh, in first responder land that there's got to be, you have to figure out a way where it's two separate things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't, we can't operate how we do on the street that same way at home or in other areas of our life, you know? And I kind of, I know that I'm a little bit guilty of that. Like everything's mm-hmm. the same. Everything's in my mind is going super fast and stuff like that. So yeah. a lot of things I just do, I might just do it by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So And Ashley knows a lot of times with like any decisions or any things we've done, I've just made the decision and told all those guys afterwards that I made the decision. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Which is, is really what we just discussed about me. Yeah, (laughs) Absolutely. Well, so now that you guys know what to do and what not to do with Jeff, you know, you can make sure to make sure tomorrow everyone do the do nots. Let's go right at him, see what he's made of, right? I'm like, oh, you guys listen, huh? That's how you'll know. You can test your listeners to see how many people, you know, um, communicated a do not to you. They'll probably come at me hard, too. Heck, yeah. You should be like, hey, take take an assessment. It's it's good, though, to – I think, you know, the past couple of years, I mean, we've talked about this a lot. It's been a lot for everybody. It's been a lot for the first responder industry, the medical community. Um, you know, these guys have been so gracious and patient to these non-first responders these past few years. Um, and it's been interesting because we've been able to get to know, like, Jim and Carrie and these guys at a different level, a deeper level the past couple of years than we would have really in a lot of capacities otherwise. And so it's been, you know, it's just really cool to be able to take the time and the energy to really understand each other better and Mm -hmm. to have that grace with each other, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that you guys do an amazing job of, you know, especially in the first responder arena, um, like you say, Jim, is everyone knows like all these things that they feel and the stigmas and the dysfunctions and all those things. And you guys, you know, kind of have the courage to jump on here and like talk about them, you know? And I think that's so healthy for society today in general, especially through this, you know, all these recent times, like everybody feels these things, thinks about these things, talks about them on the sidebar. Right. But you guys have the courage to jump on here and start to talk about them. You know, like, hey, this stuff is stuff is real. Um, mm-hmm. So why not just talk about it and try to help and serve people the best way that we can? Yeah. You know, and that's and I love that. Right. Not 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 being too fearful of that. 
you know, I think is really powerful and impactful. So, I mean, kudos to you guys. Cause I, I, I love that piece of the, of this podcast. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's cool. Yeah. So. Well, <clears throat> Ashley, any closing remarks? I just think it's fun, Jim, that you'd be willing to, you know, get your, not get yourself trashed on a podcast, but also be willing no, to but, like yeah. hate the thing, but also be willing to go through it with, I mean, I think it just, it speaks to a lot of the trust and respect that we have with Desi, right? right. Like we respect you, what you do, um, your expertise with it. You're such a teacher and a coach, um, you know, so it's just really cool. And then it also speaks to Jim's leadership style and his ability to, mm-hmm. he really, I mean, this goal is to come alongside folks mm-hmm. to go back in yeah. the crazy and mm-hmm. walk with people out and through yep. and alongside of them. And it just speaks to, Hey, I'm willing to throw myself out there mm-hmm. so that we can do this together. So I just, I just yeah. commend you friend for being yeah. willing, willing yeah. to go through it. It's just fun. And well, then as a, know. as a friend and a teammate to be able yeah. to just, again, be like, okay, mm-hmm. nope. I, I see how this is kind <laughs> of played a piece yeah. in here and there, you know, and I then also, the yeah. And then also to kind of go in like m- me being such an advisor, just in the last couple of years, understanding, oh, that's why I really enjoy this. That's why mm-hmm. I really enjoyed coming alongside Jim and Carrie in this. And this yeah. is why I've really loved being able to be supportive and provide information and solutions mm-hmm. and, you know, ideas and stuff. And so it's just, yeah. it's, it's just really cool. I really appreciate it. So. Yeah. Hey, a good leader is always the first in the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So, nice. Good stuff. I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for having me on. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy these conversations. I always say that I think best when I'm talking to other people. Yeah. Um, right on. And, you know, and that seems to always be the case for me. And you guys absolutely, you guys bring out, bring out the best of me. That's for sure. So I appreciate oh, you guys you. and inviting me on. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet. Absolutely. We'll have you back. I loved All it. Right. So for our listeners, I'll tell you guys this, this is proof positive that we trash most the things that we don't understand. So I yeah. came into this episode with no idea what the thing even was. So I had, I had a lot of smack talk in the past few days about disc assessments, but now I know, you know, and now I know, and I see where I, how I fit and I see where I line up Mm -hmm. and it's all, it's all spot on. So nice. Hey man, don't be scared to try stuff. You guys. Absolutely. And with that said, Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, Keep checking us out on the socials. Also, when you go to wherever it is, you listen to this show, Give us five-star ratings. When you do that, it pushes us up and makes us more accessible to other people. Nice. I didn't know that was a thing until just this last week. That's great. All right. 